Once a Nick girl, always a Nick girl. I wish Silk Sonic would adopt me. If Taylor leaves an Easter egg, Swifties will find it. It's time for you to clock into full-time fangirl. Morning shift. Read through update accounts on Twitter like it's the news. Daytime shift. Buy the tickets first, figure out how to get there second. Closing shift. Collect tour merch like it's your job. Are you ready to fangirl to the fullest? With your host, Ashley. Ooh, that was my hip that just cracked. Hi, everyone. Oh, my gosh. Hello. Welcome back to episode three. Yeah, wow. Episode three of the Full-Time Fangirl Podcast. I am your host, Ashley. Um, If you're watching the video version, I just want to send out a quick apology. Um, I'm in my pajamas. Uh, I did not do my hair and I have zero makeup on. (laughs) It was like one of those mornings where I... Okay, I'm going to preface this. I know we've been apart for like two or three weeks, um, but I'm just going to jump right in. So I'm going to preface this episode by saying I had a really bad dream last night. I had like a really, really, not even like realistic dream because it's not something that I think would happen. It just felt so real. Um, And it was like towards the time that I was going to wake up anyway. So it just kind of like woke me up out of my sleep an hour earlier than I needed to, and I'm just cranky. Um, I had a dream. (laughs) Oh my god. If my boyfriend listens to this, he's gonna be like, not again. (laughs) I always dream that my boyfriend cheats on me. (laughs) I am, like, in a very, very stable, healthy, like, non-toxic relationship. It's, like, the best relationship I've ever, ever, ever had. And I think that's why my brain, like, self-sabotages and is, like, you know what? Things are going really well. Let's throw a fucking wonky dream in the mix. Um, so I had a dream that my boyfriend cheated on me and it just felt so real like it just felt like it was happening like I was having an out-of-body experience and I was like watching it anyway that's besides the point so I'm like a little rattled this morning I'm a little rattled um he doesn't know this yet I'm filming this also early in the morning right now it's 7 58 and he's not awake yet so He's in for a rude awakening when he wakes up to my text being like, I had a horrible dream. You cheated on me. What's wrong with you? Anyway, (laughs) does that happen to anyone else? Like, you can be in the best, like, mental state. You can be in the best relationship. And it's just, like, the universe is like, you know what? Things are going really well. Let's give you a really bad dream about this person. Um, Fortunately enough, it is just a dream. So, all is well. Anyway. Hello. (laughs) It's been, I think, three weeks since I've filmed an episode two plus weeks since I've, like, posted one. I don't really know. So much has happened, okay? So much has happened since I've last sat down here. I want to make one quick note, though. I want this podcast to be, like, free-flowing, fun not an obligation, not a requirement. So I try to post every other Friday. 
Um, that way I can still balance my full-time job. I do music stuff on the side as well, which is now turning into like kind of a part-time job with the amount of hours I'm putting into these projects I'm working on. Um, and this I just want this to be fun, relaxing, carefree, a way to express myself. I don't want it to turn into something where I feel stressed or pressured to post and upload. So I hope that is okay with you. Um, that's what I'm going for right now. That may change. Maybe I'll post twice a week. Like, who knows? But um, regardless, it has been a while. So I do apologize. <laughs> so much has happened. The last time I sat down... I had not even listened to As It Was, that it was not even out yet. Um, as It Was came out, the Grammys happened, Coachella Weekend 1 has happened, and it's been a while since I've told like a fangirl story, which is clearly the um, premise of this whole podcast. So I do not want to stray too far away from that. I do want to stick to doing like pop culture, like what's going on, what's happening. Um, so we can absolutely talk about Coachella because I absolutely have a lot of thoughts. Um, but I also want to start this off with a fangirl story because listen, I got plenty and I got time, but I'm going to have a sip of coffee. My cup of coffee is massive. This is so massive. Oh my gosh. It's so good. Do you hear this? I'm trying to perfect my coffee recipe. I'm getting better at it. I ran out of my coffee grounds. I think I previously, ew, I just sniffled. I'm so sorry. I previously had Dunkin' Donuts French vanilla and then I ran out. So I bought like a New England, New England blend. I don't know. It's a medium roast French vanilla. So I was not sure if I'd like medium roast because I'm not a coffee gal. Um, but I do. And I think I've actually overcompensated with the almond milk creamer. And then I actually did two pumps of, I think it's like, oh, what is it? What is that flavor mix? I don't know. It's like dark chocolate waffle <laughs> syrup something. I, I have no idea. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to get into like perfecting my coffee recipe because a bitch needs it. She's, she's tired. She's tired. Okay. I have gone back and forth with which story I want to tell. Um, one is much more embarrassing than the other. So I think I'm going to save that for a rainy day when I have the like mental capacity to embarrass myself publicly on the internet. Um, so right now I am going to tell a lighthearted story. This is a feel-good story, a lighthearted story, something that is very uh, positive. Not that the other one isn't positive, it's just <laughs> fucking embarrassing. Um, so I am going to tell the story of how I surprised my little sister with pit tickets to see the Jonas Brothers Happiness Begins Tour 2019. So, backstory on my sister and I and our undying love for the Jonas Brothers would actually lay in train tracks. Would actually lay in train tracks, if they asked me to. So, we go way back to 07, 2007. It's crazy to think that people were not alive in 2007 that are like, what, freshmen in high school? I don't know. Anyway... 
we were we started becoming fans in 2007 um I don't even really remember like the moment I noticed who the Jonas Brothers were I just remember year 3000 was playing every other commercial on Disney and then I would get like J14 magazine Tiger Beat M magazine and I saw this poster like this one page little tiny poster of Joe Jonas with like a red background or a pink background and he's holding a rose he's wearing suspenders he has like the straightened bangs straightened like mullet hairs in the back I remember the exact poster I think I still have it in a folder somewhere by the way so it's probably at my parents house but I did not throw it out that was the first moment that I realized I am attracted to this person and I was 12 so that was my awakening of like I'm in love with this man I hung up that poster and the rest is history the rest is history I was such a poster fiend I had like 400 I'm not kidding I'm not kidding like 400 (laughs) pictures that I would cut out of magazines whether it be their tiny little head posters one page little posters wall to wall ceiling to ceiling sorry I had to take a quick pause because my walls are like paper thin so you can hear out in the hallway and it was picking up on the microphone anyway wall to wall ceiling to ceiling back of my door front of my door closet door so many posters my sister was the same um she is and was a Nick girl. I am and always will be a Joe girl. And we obviously have like a common love for Kevin. Like no way we're excluding Kevin. We fucking love Kevin. And we were actually on Kevin's side for this concert and it was a great time. So love you, Kevin. We are diehards. I've seen the Jonas Brothers a total of 10 times. And I'm not trying to be like, I'm so much better. I'm so much better because I've seen them 10 times. You can be a diehard and have seen them zero times just because they haven't been to a city near you. Tickets have been out of your preferred price range. Like that's, it's not a competition who sees them more, meaning they're a bigger fan. That's not it at all. I'm just saying I will drop an entire paycheck on a concert. And I've done it time and time and time and time again. Need a coffee break. This is really good. The medium roast, like, is not that bad, to be honest. Okay, so we... I think when we went to the Happiness Begins Tour, yes. Happiness Begins Tour, tickets went on sale. And we... Oh my god, I'm just noticing in the background... I didn't, I didn't fluff my pillows or like lay out my blanket nice. I'm an idiot. Oh my God. Anyway, tickets went on sale. We got tickets to Hershey Park relatively quickly. Like that's what we did. We, we chose that show. Um, we were not on the floor or anything. We were like one section up on Nick's side a few rows back like we had good seats considering under I understand that it's like kind of like a stadium Hershey Park Stadium so you're kind of far but like not it was a good they were good seats they were good seats and I was okay with them then as 
the tour has kicked off, they added another show um, in Albany, New York. And at the time, Albany, New York was not far from where we were living. So we decided, actually, I decided that we're getting tickets. So it's kind of like a mix-matched timeline. The Hershey Park concert was end of August, very end of August, like the 30th or 31st or 29th. I don't know. Very end of August. The Albany show was August 19th. So a week or two prior. I think it was two weeks prior. We had tickets to the BLI, like the Boston, what is BLI? Long Island. BLI is Long Island. I'm so stupid. We had tickets to the Kiss, Kiss 108 summer show festival where um Lil John was there <laughs> Fletcher was there why don't we think was the headliner and the Jonas Brothers were there so we got tickets to Kiss 108's Boston show because obviously we were gonna go for the Jonas Brothers and that was in June so we were on our way to Kiss 108 we stopped at a Taco Bell and a couple of days prior, they announced the Albany show for the Happiness Begins tour. And I told my sister, I'll get us the tickets. Like, don't worry about it. You know, I'll just log on and do it. So I logged on and did it. And I got us tickets. And we were in the nosebleeds. Like, we were pretty high up. And I told her, <laughs> this was kind of like an on-the-fly plan uh I told her like we didn't get tickets I, I like didn't even mention it I don't think I think I remember her telling me yeah like you never told me if you got the tickets or not so I just assumed you didn't so I like didn't say anything I did not tell her that I got tickets um and I decided I was gonna surprise her because listen she's a good person she has been dealt some difficult cards in life and I just simply wanted to do a nice thing for my sister like no rhyme or reason no ulterior motives like just doing a nice thing for her and we were in the Taco Bell parking lot eating our food on this road trip to Boston and I decided to surprise her with the tickets I wrote her a card I printed out the Ticketmaster tickets like the little like you purchased you know you got them whatever page and I printed them out put them in the card and gave them to her and she was so happy so grateful and it's like oh wow like you're getting surprised with tickets on your way to the 108 show um and we had a great 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 time at the kiss 108 show by the way like it was so good i think it was kind of raining like rainy so we didn't do too much walking around um but we ended up meeting up with some other friends and we just had a really great time that was a really and that was her first time seeing the Jonas Brothers in 10 years. We The last time we saw them was 2009. This was 2019. And so she hadn't seen the Jonas Brothers in a decade. So that concert in alone was in itself was a, a really memorable experience. I was fortunate enough to have a work experience where I actually got to see the Jonas Brothers one week before that. So I had my 10-year reunion with the Jonas Brothers one week prior to my sister. Fortunately, um, I got paid to do a work thing. It was a really great opportunity. That's a story for a different day. Um, 
but yeah, so it was a nice little 10-year reunion for us with the Joe Bros. It was our first time seeing them in 10 years together. Um, we had always gone to Jonas Brothers, always gone to Jonas Brothers concerts together. So the one I did the week prior was the first one I've done without my sister, which was sad, but I did FaceTime her and like record videos for her during the show. Anyway, um, that show happens, comes and goes. It is now August and we are en route to Albany. Um, and I have a little secret in my back pocket that she doesn't know about. So leading up to this Albany show, couple weeks before the show, I get a text from my friend and she's like, Ashley, they released more pit tickets for Albany. Okay. They released more pit tickets. And I was checking for pit tickets and I hadn't seen anything. Ticketmaster released pit tickets like a week or so before the show. I don't remember the exact timeline, but it was pretty quick turnaround. Um, and I don't know if you know this and don't make me <laughs> regret telling this secret. I do not like gatekeeping, <laughs> but here's my secret. You, and you might know this, you might be like, bitch, <laughs> shut up. You can upgrade tickets through Ticketmaster. So if you purchase tickets to a show, let's say you paid $50. I think that's what I paid. Plus fees, it was like $75, $80 for nosebleed tickets. Okay, so let's let's call it 80 bucks. 80 bucks for nosebleed tickets. If that venue for that show, if tickets are available, like closer, better seats, whatever it may be, as long as it is the same price or more, you can like upgrade your seats. So I had paid, let's say 80 bucks for these nosebleeds and they released pit tickets for $125. I know all of my Harry Styles girls are shaking in their boots right now because that man's pit tickets are like 700 bucks, but $125 for pit tickets. I already had the 80 spent. Okay. So I just had to spend what? 60, 70 bucks more a ticket. And then you also have to pay an upgrade fee. And I think it's like 20 bucks a ticket or 10 bucks ticket making it. I don't know. I think it's 20. So realistically, I paid another 80 bucks ish and had pit tickets in my hands. Like what? So I'd upgraded and, um, you call them, you deal with a representative over the phone. They were very helpful. It was a really exciting experience. I remember I was buying these upgrades over the phone in the, like, <laughs> not janitor closet, but like, what is it? Like your just supply closet at my job because I <laughs> didn't want anyone to hear me. So I like go in the fucking <laughs> supply like room. It wasn't a closet. It was more of like a garage room um and I went in there and did it over the phone so I didn't tell my sister right she I already just surprised her with the concert in general uh, two months prior so now I'm like I gotta keep this a secret man so we're on our way up there and I was so nervous and mind you this was also just a really nerve-wracking day because oddly enough <laughs> I was meeting up with my current boyfriend 
we were not dating at the time. I was meeting up with this guy for our second date. So we had gone on, oh, my camera's about to overheat. One second. That always happens. I'm so sorry. That's so annoying. Anyway, so I was not yet dating my boyfriend and we had gone, so we were like kind of talking long distance. We lived about an hour or so apart and he, you know, was not too far from the concert arena, oddly enough. And even more oddly enough, we matched on Tinder the day of the Boston festival show. So we matched on Tinder the day that I'm reuniting with the Jonas Brothers with my sister the first go around. Um, we had gone on one date in July. And then in August, I was like, I'm kind of going to be up near your neck of the woods for this concert. Like, and he was like, oh, do you want to like see each other quickly? And I was like, well, yeah, for sure. But I will be with my sister. So <laughs> I will be with my little sister. <laughs> And he was like, not a problem. So I was nervous this entire car ride for two reasons. I am about to meet up with a guy that I really, really, really like and that I've only met once. He's going to meet my sister. <laughs> um, That's so weird, right? And also I'm surprising my sister with pit tickets. Oh my God, hello. Surprising my sister with pit tickets <laughs> and she has no idea. And so it's just like very weird. So I drive to this dude's house, scoop him, and we go to this like dive bar, restaurant, whatever, just to grab a quick bite of food. And he paid for me, my sister, you know, and himself. He, he covered my sister's meal, which I thought was like really nice. I was going to pay for her and I. I was going to shell it out for all three of us. Um, he paid for all of us, which was so nice. Hence why I wiped him up immediately. Um, and then we dropped him off, drove him home. Um, very gentlemanly, the whole experience. And I was like, dude, I like this guy. I like this guy. And he knew I was surprising my sister with the pit tickets. I told him I had to tell someone I couldn't keep it to myself. So I told him and he was just kind of like dropping, not like dropping hints, but I remember he like had a conversation with us like in the dive bar restaurant thingy where he was kind of like, oh, where are your seats? And I was like, you're really putting me to the fucking test right now. And I was just so panicked the whole time. Um, and then, ow, hit my headphones. And then we drove to the venue and the whole time I'm telling my sister I'm like I just want to line up early I just want to be first in line what if they come outside you know just feeding her bullshit feeding her bullshit but like props to her she was so down like she was so down the whole entire time to be like yeah I'll line up early yeah I'll stand outside whatever <laughs> so we ended up lining up early we were first in line for security first in line at the metal detector like what so we were waiting for probably an hour or so we befriended this mom and daughter behind us um they were so sweet so cute and then the moment is here security lets us through the metal detector they scan our tickets so i have the tickets on my phone so i did not let my sister see them i like held them up to the guy he scanned mine and hers and i was like for me and her and then we went through so she's like, 
okay, I gotta, like, find a bathroom, like, blah, 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 and I'm like, we actually gotta get onto the pit if we want a good spot. So, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna take out my camera on my phone, and I'm gonna record this because I want this moment to look back on. I was not doing it for the clout. I was not doing it to shove a camera in her face. I really, really am so glad I recorded this moment because it is such a genuine moment between her and I. You know, I didn't post it any, like, I wasn't, like, posting it on social media. It was just between her and I. And I took out my camera and I recorded, um, what happens next. So, I basically was like, yeah, you know, we can obviously like go to the bathroom. I was like, but we have to go downstairs. We have to go down there to get to it. Cause I just wanted to get to the bottom floor. <laughs> I just wanted to get in the vicinity. And then she was like, why? And I'm like, oh yeah, no. Cause we're in the pit. Like we have pit tickets. And she immediately starts bawling, immediately starts crying. <laughs> She's like, are you serious? Like what an awful prank that would be. That would be such an awful prank. I was like, yes, I'm serious. Um, and we don't like hug. We're not like hugging type of sisters. We're so awkward. And she hugs me and we hug, we have a moment that we end up going to the bathroom quickly and see the mother and daughter that were behind us who obviously didn't know what was going on. So they just see my sister sobbing and I like told them what happened. And then, so we get down into the pit and once we're in the pit, we look up and we see the mother and daughter in like their seats, like right above us. We were like, oh my God, hi. So that was so cool. We walked in, um, we were second row from the barricade. The first row in the barricade, to the barricade, um, were definitely people that had VIP meet and greets because they were like waiting there. And my sister and I were relatively, um, you know, kind of like the first bunch in. So our seats were on Kevin's side and the rest is history. It was a great, 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 great concert. Unforgettable. I will never forget it. Um, I can definitely post pictures and videos, um, at the end of this video, so stay tuned if you're watching the video version, um, and I will definitely do that. Yeah, so <laughs> that's the story. Um, it was a really great memory that her and I shared. It is like top one concert memory, I think. I'm gonna take a sip of coffee. Yum, 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 yum. Let's talk Coachella, people. Let's get down to business. I think I need to like go on a separate rant about like the as it was music video because chef's kiss so good such a great fucking song Grammys I watched them was I wowed I don't know Silk Sonic incredible love Silk Sonic shout out to my boyfriend he is a huge Silk Sonic fan um they swept killed it I am interested to go into as it was and Grammys in more detail, but Coachella is the moment right now. Coachella is the fucking moment. Harry, Harry, okay. I literally tried to stay up for the, the live stream. Couldn't do it. So I woke up the next morning, immediately checked Twitter and people were like, the live stream is taken down. Um, they ended up replaying it at like noon and I parked my little ass on the couch and I made my boyfriend park his fucking ass on the couch next to me 
And he was into it. You know, I did force him, but he was into it. We watched the set. We watched Harry's set. Oh my God. The way that that man gave the best performance of his life. You know the clip that's circulating on Twitter where he like has his arms up, the camera's behind him, you see the shot of the crowd, and it is a total Freddie Mercury moment? Yeah, that is going to go down in history. I think our kids and our grandkids are going to look back on that shit and be like, wow, I wish I was alive for the Harry Styles Coachella era. Yeah, well, I was. I lived it. Breathed it. Barely survived it. Okay? I mean, understandable why he didn't sing Sunflower, Volume 6. Because I understand uh, one of his band members was not there. Crucial part of the equation. That's my favorite song. Wish I could have heard that song, but are you joking with everything else we got? Boyfriend? Boyfriend? Late night talking? I've been doing all this lately. I don't know how I'm supposed to function knowing that now he is like the biggest male pop artist in the world. Do you hear that truck outside beeping like it's backing up? That's so annoying. This microphone picks up everything. It's a great microphone. picks up everything though. I am speechless. I think my favorite clip that I saw was during Kiwi when he threw water on everyone and slammed the water bottle down. That is a moment. A moment. It is Harry Cella. Harry Cella. And then the following day, Doja Cat? Doja Cat. Hello. I love her. Love her. She is so captivating to watch. So captivating. I don't even understand how she does it. It's like she has this look in her eye where she just commands the room. And she does it in such a way where you're just like, yeah, whatever she says, I will do. I will lick gravel <laughs> like I will. Um, I didn't get to watch Megan the Stallion. I know that she performed an unreleased song. I think she said it's dropping this Friday. So the day that this episode comes out, the new Megan the Stallion song is coming out. And just in time for summer, I need to shake my little booty ooty ooty. So I'm very excited for that. I did not see Billy's set or the weekend set. I really was tuning in for Harry Cella, but then as far as the live stream goes, I didn't watch any other live streams. I've just seen clips on like TikTok and Twitter of what I missed. Um, obviously, Billie Eilish is an absolute icon. Um, I've never really been a fan of The Weeknd. Like, don't come for me. He's very talented and I do like some of his songs. I've just never been like an active fan, uh, but he sounded really good. Obviously, <laughs> everyone listening is going to be like, duh, because he's talented. He sounded really good um, in the videos that I saw, and I saw clips of him like kind of looking at the crowd and being like, do you want me to continue or not? Like the crowd just seemed kind of dead, and 
I think like this year's Coachella just kind of had a weirder vibe to it. It definitely felt more like an influencer fest, which I mean, like it always is. But I mean, day one, it's like Harry Cella and then what? Like, I don't know. Obviously, no slander to Billie Eilish or The Weeknd. I just didn't watch their sets, so I don't have much to comment on. Um, there were some clips of Billie that I saw that I was just like, how is she a real person? Like, she just looks unreal. Like, she has this superstar quality to her where... In a way, like, I know she's not intimidating, but in a way, I'm, like, so intimidated because I'm, like, she is just so powerful. Her aura, her energy is just so powerful, and she has the stage presence of someone who is wise beyond her years. Um, I forget that she's so young, really, because she, she's just such a professional, such a professional. So, that being said, those are my thoughts. Um, I'm going to take a quick pause right here while I pull up my information for the artist of the week. So one second. Okay, I'm back. So I always want to feature um, either an independent or underground artist that I vibe with. Um, I want to highlight one person each week. So this week I am highlighting Amelia Moore. That's Amelia Moore. Um, her TikTok handle is I cry at work and she's verified. Um, she has this cute little orange bob. Um, very, very, very much star quality. Um, she has gone viral for bathroom singing videos and like she just kind of plops down next to the bathtub you'll see the side profile of her face and she just belts she just goes for it um she sings like her own stuff so um she is just very very talented she has her voice just floats it just floats. It really does. Um, she has 529.4K followers, 8.3 million likes. Um, she has a song called Cry Baby. Cry Baby out now. Um, yeah, so she is... <laughs> her energy is just relatable, you know? It's relatable. And that's what I love is that someone who has popped off on social media... You'd never know that they popped off on social media because it's like they still record videos in their bathroom and they make like goofy videos where they like look kooky or whatever. Oh my God, the floor of my apartment just shook. I really enjoy her. So I ended up joining in on one of her live streams months ago. This was a long time ago at this point. I don't really like join live streams. Um just not something that I'm like interested in but I did join one of hers and I uh sent a few comments in and she was like reading them off and responding and I was like oh my god I'm talking to her and once she wins a Grammy one day I'll be like listen I talked to her on a live stream she's so 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 good so Amelia Moore I cry at work song cry baby is out now if you are listening on YouTube uh, watching on YouTube, I will put the links in the description as well as when I post about this on Instagram, I will tag Amelia Moore. Um, on that note, I think I'm going to call it here. Yeah.
think I'm gonna call it. Um, thank you all so much for listening and tuning in and watching. If you're watching the video, sorry about my appearance. Um, if you have any like fan stories, always feel free to send me a message. Would love to read off people's stuff. Um, other than that, I hope you, hope you have a great rest of your day. Can't talk. It's seven in the morning. <laughs> well, at this point it's 8.33. Okay. Uh, have a great rest of your day. Love you. And I will see ya next time. Bye.